Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That's right, baby. Boy, what a voice. <laughs> um, uh, This podcast in particular, um, it's just me and my lovely girlfriend, Ashley. Ooh, who's she? Um, And my cat, which is licking herself right Come on, next you what? didn't have to tell them that. <laughs> It's happening. Glad Lily have a little bit of decency in this life. She likes it. She's an exhibitionist. Otherwise, she wouldn't do it. She did just hop up right there on on display. She's cleaning those paws. Good. Lick that little butthole. All right. Well. (laughs) Let's start again. No, this is great. Come on. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. <laughs> I'm Nick Maritato. This is a podcast all about reality television. Uh, yeah. So uh, normally uh, we have a guest. Oh, not normally. I would say almost abnormally we have a guest. <laughs> we try I to get a good seventy percent of the time. No, I don't think so. I think seventy percent of the time we don't have a guest. Interesting. Yeah, you got to look at some of our <laughs> podcasts. Uh, but uh, we just came off a, a wild week of recaps. We did. Uh, our uh, main show that we were recapping, which was the Challenge Vendettas, uh, that finished up on Tuesday, um, not to be overshadowed by the premiere of Champs versus Stars. Back-to-back episodes, which means back-to-back recaps, yeah. which means Nick and I hit empty, yeah. I would say. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff because we also had our um, our main show, which is the show you're listening to now, which comes out every Monday. We had the uh, uh, Natasha Vainblot on our show. Blatt. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's like, like an ink blatt. It's an ink <laughs> <laughs> It's an ink blot. See, that's the problem when you're get, when you're telling somebody how to sound their name out phonetically by using real world words. You have real to world ha- words. You have to have uh, a history with those words. You have to know what those words. Come on, are. you're telling me an ink blot's not an ink blot. <laughs> it's not. It's an ink blot. You guys oh. listen to that episode. It's great. And uh, so that means we had three episodes last week, back to back to back. Uh, and now uh, here is another one. Um, but we, uh, we did watch a bunch of reality shit this week. So much reality TV, not even on purpose. I feel like we were just doing it cause we love it. Uh, well kind of on purpose. Um, I mean, I, I think I watched, uh, uh, right before we started doing this, I, we caught up on Jersey shore and that was purposefully. Yeah. But for the love of it. Yeah, of course. I love that show, but I also love this podcast and I was watching with okay, intent. Okay, Nick, we get it. What? I'm dedicated to this process of sitting around watching TV. Well, I'm just trying to be like, it happened naturally. When it didn't. Yeah, a lot of it did, though. A lot of it <laughs> a lot of it freaking did. Well, you, X on the Beach right. happened naturally. You were very much into X on the Beach, and you kept reminding me about that. And we did watch X on the Beach. Which MTV's you, new reality show premiered on Thursday. Yeah, so now there's double shows on Thursday that we watch on, on MTV. X on the Beach, uh, and the Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore family, family vacation. vacation. And then Tuesday's Champs vs. Stars at 10 p.m. Yeah. What else are we watching? I mean, we're watching a lot of stuff, but that's pretty much what was going on this week. On so top our of main shows. Yeah. So, uh, 
on uh, we're we're very MTV. Uh, we have to. They need re- to hire us. No, well, they, they already hired you. Uh, yeah, but th- they really need to uh, um, put out like something from the Jersey Shore. Like something should sprout from the Jersey Shore. A spinoff? Yeah, some sort of spinoff. They've done it before. I'm I'm curious what on what happened? they'll do now. What do did, you mean? Like two like Snooky and Jay Wow live together. What they happened did I think to that? one season of it and they then it was two. over. Or they did two and it was over. And uh, you know, they didn't live together anymore. I think what happened was they both got married on mm. that show and they moved in with uh, their spouses and Wow. Serious relationships ruin everything, huh? Yeah, I guess so. What does that mean? Well, I'm just saying in like the reality TV world. <laughs> Listen, Ashley and I have been having issues. I mean, if you want to get into reality, uh, Ashley has been sort of, you know, she has, uh, I don't know, she has tendencies to internet stalk famous people that she's obsessed with. And sometimes not that famous people, people that are probably pretty accessible if they <laughs> should just reach out. Um, and I introduced Ashley to the wonderful world of emo hip hop, uh, which I was sort of introduced to last year. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, kind of a subgenre of what you would call SoundCloud rap. Uh, and it is, um, men, uh, primarily who, uh, are taking the aesthetics of emo and, and hardcore and pop punk of the nineties, I would say, and they are applying it to trap, trap music, hip hop music. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I've been reading lots of interviews. I've been on lots of Instagram feeds. I've been watching lots of vids. That's not the point. I think that that, you're using that to deflect from the point, which is that we have spent an abnormal amount of time together this week. We're in love. How many times do I have to remind you of that? Uh, listeners, uh, uh, please email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com and, and let us know uh, if you're in a loving relationship. Do you have to remind your partner that what love is all the time? I know what love is, but I also know what alone time is, and I miss it. I really do. Well, well, all right, let's get into it then. What exactly... It's funny because... Uh, we were sort of skirting around talking about this like about nine minutes ago as I was setting up our equipment in our studio. Everything gets real when the mics get turned and on. And now we can, I can spin this conversation into content, so I guess we'll have it. What is it that you're like? What is alone time to you? Like, what do not, what do you not get with me glomming on? Okay, <laughs> very great question. I think it is incredibly important for me to spend time by myself especially in New York City, because there's nowhere to be alone in New York City. So when I come home, I I would like maybe an hour, maybe two hours a week by myself in the house to recharge, reconnect with myself. When you're here, you're here 24-7 with me, and then I go out at night, and you get to be home by yourself. First and of I am all, highly jealous all of right, that. So you go, I, you, you go out at night. Great. I go out at night as well. It's just sometimes you're not home when I go out. So I don't, you know, it's not my fault that the times that I'm not here, you're not here. You're. I think what happens is sometimes you overload your schedule, okay? Back and, off my schedule, big boy. You get a lot more schedule. time here by yourself than I if do. You True or false. If you True or false. If you would have. True or false. False. You get more time false. here by yourself false. than I do. Nick, that's a blatant lie. I just came off of six months of having to be at work from seven to seven. What yeah. were you doing then? I, I worked a year before that. Yeah. Okay. But before that. But you did but have. We're, you we're, did I'm have, talking about now. I'm talking about no, this week. Yeah. I'm okay. talking deliberately about well, this. Now I'm home a lot more. Right. And uh, it's not by choice. I would like to be out working and doing the things that you have to do. But uh, I'm doing other things. I'm working on other projects that 
require me to or don't require me to really leave at the moment. You know, I would just be very happy if you looked at me right now and you said, Ashley, I hear you. I know that you need an hour or two alone by yourself in the house once a week, and I will work with you to make sure that happens. We can schedule that together. Okay. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Uh, I just can't commit to that. I feel like that's one foot uh, in the grave, baby, and the other foot on the banana peel. I'm keeping you as close to me as possible, (laughs) physically, mentally, and emotionally. You guys, he's squeezing me. And uh, I'll squeeze you like a boa constrictor of love (laughs) is what I'm going to do. Well, you know. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Well, listen, Ash. The the main thing is um, you say two hours a day. I received a text message today that asked me to please be away from the apartment <laughs> from three to seven. That's yeah. that's four hours. Yeah. Well, I didn't. You really, want two hours a week? I didn't really know when I was going to get home, so I was like, I need to get a big window here <laughs> from three to seven. See, the problem was and you were gone. Right? I ended up coming home at five. I went into the other room that you were not in, and what did you do? I came into that room, and you literally stared at me. <laughs> I wanted to see what was happening. You sat down and just looked at me with this look on your face. And then you said, what are you doing? And I said, I just got home. And I'm like, looking over my calendar and trying to answer some emails and stuff. And you were like, I missed you. And it was cute. It was sweet. I, I, I really appreciated it. But I did need, I need some time alone. Did you really appreciate it? <laughs> <laughs> you literally turned away. <laughs> You've had a blanket around your head for most of the time that you've been home I today. am wrapped in a blanket, but that's because we don't have heat, and we haven't for a week. Yeah, it's cool like, that way. I you hate it. It's I cool. hate it, and it also works as a good little boundary, this blanket. What? <laughs> it's just like... Boundary from what? Your cat? Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, me and Jesus. the cat. Well, no. listen, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, we're, uh, you know... Um, we're we're freelance at the moment, you know. I know, and I think that we had talked about uh, possibly getting an office space, we and did. I think that would be great. I think that would that would help us a lot because we're just around each other so much. And what I've learned from reality television is that people need a break from each other. Where'd you learn that? Uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> Those people got a break from each other, and already they're fighting. Yeah, they've started fighting immediately. Yeah, last uh, last week uh, you had Vinny, and he's uh, he's trying to find the boundary. Uh, between him and uh, uh, Nicole, Nicole. Snooky, and it uh, seems like everything's okay now, but the boundaries never really were set. They were not established, no. and that's a problem because she is clearly uncomfortable. I think she still has like some feelings for him. I don't think so, I, or some sort of. I think she like enjoys him and is like a little attracted to him. I don't think that she's going to cheat on her husband, but I think that like being around him, she's like, oh he. I think her problem is she's very guilty by the fact that it was televised when she had met Gianni and was sort of dating him, and maybe they were not dating at the time. She hooked up with Vinny during that. So she uh, eventually married that man, had children with that man, and loves that man. But there is a strange little scratch on the record, which is the time that, that maybe her and Gianni were not having a good time, and she decided to have a good time with Vinny during that relationship. Right. I think when you're now looking at your husband, um, and you're looking at your family and you're going, look at this family. And then you think about the time that you did this, even though there was before they had made a full on commit commitment to one another. I think any person with sort of feelings that strong for a person, it could not help but feel, 
uh, guilty about mm. what they did. Mm-hmm. Even if, uh, and it seems like it, because they keep saying it on the show, that Gianni doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't seem to care. Or at least th- that's what's being reported through other people. Right. And uh, Nicole has uh, said, Snooki has said, that no, no, this is my thing. It's not his thing. Right. Which, and, which is guilt. So that was the end of last week's episode, or two weeks ago. That was the end of episode three. And then this week's episode, which aired on Thursday, it picked up with them sort of resolving that fight. Yeah. Um, the episode three looked like she was going to leave. She was packing her stuff. She was like, I got to go home. Which um, is the second time that she's done that. Yeah. So back we're, to back episodes we're of Snooki. We're four episodes in and two of them have ended with Snooki threatening to go home. Yeah. The first one was when she thought she lost her wedding ring, mm-hmm. um, but then she found it and decided not to go home. Uh, this time it was uh, Polly D just slapped a big old glass of wine in her hand, had her sit down, talk to her for a little bit and everything seemed to work itself out and what did he say to her nick do you remember he said you know what sometimes we got to be alone why don't you just stay up here and spend some time with yourself sometimes you got to be alone yeah well he was also suggesting that maybe she go take a break which is like hey listen we're all living in this house so if you are having an issue with something that's going on this house remove yourself from the house so i i do feel like maybe um it's not oh my god you better back up (laughs) what i'm just saying it's not necessarily she wasn't saying Vinny, get out of here i need time you're saying I time. should leave the house. I'm saying there's a lot of places for you to go for a couple hours. Where to sort of in get New your... York City could I go a and be alone? Shop. And be alone. A, a bookstore. And be alone. A library. You're being. They're about hanging out on the roof. Our roof is so nice. It's 40 degrees outside. Yeah, wear a jacket. There are people on top of people on top of people in New York City. It seems like you have a problem with the city. I think I just, I do have a problem with the city. Well, I've if, suggested that we move to France. If I can't be alone. I would love to move to France. Um, I like that you just said that as if that's something you've said before. I'm always saying it. You've never said it in your life. Um, France would be great. I've never been to France. Why would why would our problems ease itself in France? Oh, I don't. I that's not what I was saying. I just think I would I would enjoy living in France by myself. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if I'm if I was gone as much as you want me gone, you'd be pretty sad. I would miss you, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm really <laughs> looking. I'm looking to miss you. Are you saying that uh, living with me for the past five years here has taken a toll? No, not by any means. It's been a wonderful five years, but I do need. I think it's just everyone needs a break. All right. Well, we're on a break now. Guys. What? We yeah, are not right. on a break. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first, folks. Um. I guess we're not on a break, but I mean, I don't know exactly like the problem is you're right. It is truly where we live. I don't know where the hell I would go because, you know, you were out all day, right? You had work in the morning. You were teaching wonderful kids comedy. And then after that, you went to a book club. Correct. And uh, that was that had you out of the house from about 10 a.m. till about 3.30. I got home at 5. Or 5. Okay. <laughs> From 10 a.m. I left the house at 9.40. I got back at 5 p.m. Yesterday, I left the house at 10 a.m. And I got back at midnight. Yeah, well, you came back to grab the car. I came then. home and so, grabbed and the I, car and, and, and then left. And who wasn't there? <laughs> who wasn't there because he was working? Me. That's, that's you know, that's not That is same. true. So, uh, you know, the problem is I was out of the house from about 12 to 4 today. Mm-hmm. And you just couldn't reap the benefits of it. So the times that I'm not here, you need to make sure that you're here to reap those benefits. That's why I'm saying we should plan. All I'm asking is for you to say, hey, I hear what you're saying. I respect your needs and I'll work with you to make it happen. 
Okay. Thank you. I'm not going to say that oh once again. Oh, my God. All right? Because I feel like it's not, I'm not getting enough out of this. I set myself up for that. So um, if we were to, so uh, at what point during the week would you like to be alone in this place? Um, Monday night. Tomorrow night would be great. Can't happen. Why? I got stuff <laughs> going on. Raw's going? on. <laughs> got to watch Monday Night Raw loud. You've been getting really into wrestling again. Yeah. Um. I have, yeah. yeah Thank you, you for noticing. You took a little bit me. of oh come on, you <laughs> took a little bit of a break and now you're back on. Uh, WrestleMania got me back into it and all the drama that happened with it. Yeah, so, WrestleMania, there were some moves made by Vince McMahon that uh, shocked the universe, mm. where uh, the guy that was supposed to drop the title ended up keeping it, and everybody assumes that happened mid-match. They they got word to the wrestlers this isn't going to happen here at WrestleMania. So uh, they uh, made a decision mid-match that uh, normally doesn't happen. Hmm. But that's what they uh, people assume has happened because uh, the fans at WrestleMania decided to go rogue and say, we don't like what's happening right now, so we are going in the uh, ultimate match of WrestleMania, the last match after about seven hours of wrestling. They decided to boo the entire match and oh then start— Oh, my God. They blew up—, they blew up uh, 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 beach balls, and they were that's that's the ultimate sign of disrespect. When when they decide when the fans decide we don't like what's going on in the ring, they entertain themselves by blowing up beach balls and and uh, knocking them all around. The I arena. had no idea that that so that's like the modern day Rotten Tomato. It's kind of the Rotten Tomato of uh, of at least the WWE. Interesting, because beach balls seems like fun. It is fun, and, that's, me, and it, that, yeah, but not when it's like all these guys are putting all this time into this match, and they're like, well, we're not going to pay attention to that. We're going to just do our own. Thing We're just going to hit this plastic ball. Yeah. And so once that started happening, it is rumored that Vince McMahon, the man who runs the WWE, made a mid-wrestling uh, match call and said that the guy who was supposed to lose is now going to win, and we're just going to do this in Saudi Arabia. And you believe that? Because to me, that seems like a clear setup to get the fans back on board. Uh, no, it, they didn't like the fact that that happened. It wasn't like uh, no one was happy. No, but um, I'm saying like responding to the fans that, they, in that way. They... The, no one responded to the fans. Oh. This is rumors and stuff. Rumors, they'll, they'll never gotcha. They'll never... Uh, Vince McMahon will never let anybody know that that he made a, a move like that because wrestling is still like uh, presented as real. Like they're not; it's not determined. Like any given Sunday, who could have won? Interesting. So they're not actually saying it's fake. He's said it's fake. Like in 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 a few words, like back in the nineties, there's been uh, there was a couple of uh, uh, things that Vince McMahon did, and they admit to it, like on documentaries and anytime there's some sort of interview thing that's not what you would call kayfabe kayfabe is um wrestling terms for uh you have to believe what we're giving you well that's oh yeah i've heard that we when i worked at um nat geo we did a a little small documentary um called kayfabe and it was about that and it was directed by the guy who did something that i think you like something it was called like on the mat or something beyond the mat beyond the mat Mm. yeah he was a cool dude great documentary um i wish i could remember his name but check it out he was a pleasure to work with yeah uh, but I wanted to say that's interesting because I feel like the past, you know, few years with reality television, they, they openly talk about how they're being filmed. We see cameramen, you know, it's not, it's not, yeah. the, I, I reality television has some evolved and yeah. so wrestling hasn't. No, it has. So like, uh, so I have the WWE network, which is a streaming service for 10.99 or something like that a month and you get pretty much the entire back catalog of the WWE 
Um, plus all of the pay-per-views, as they were called. They're not really pay-per-views. I guess that you could still buy them for $50 a month on pay-per-view. Who's doing that? But most people, if you're like wrestling, you just do the ten ninety nine a month and you get two free a month anyway or whatever yeah. it is. So it's like um, it, on that network, you know, that the WWE owns, there are documentaries on there and like a wrestler will have a full documentary and it's his story. It's his real story. They're not kayfabe. Gotcha. So unless it's happening on one of the television shows mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they do two a week on USA, SmackDown and Raw. I mean, they'll never on one of those shows go, hey, come on, it's just wrestling. This is this is this is all fake anyway. Um, sometimes they do something. They'll do a fake shoot, which is or a, or or a pipe bomb, as it's called, to kind of get the smart marks, the people like me who are like wrestling nerds who know about what's going on backstage. Uh, sometimes they will have a wrestler go out in the middle of the ring and shoot. Uh, a shoot commentary, a shoot interview is when like a wrestler would uh, like go on YouTube and just kind of spill all the beans about the business. And so they'll do a fake shoot every once in a while. Well, they'll have a guy in who's, who's like, I'm sick of Vince McMahon and the way he runs the WWE. I mean, we all know what's going on anyway. Like they'll kind of wink at the audience, but that's all planned by Vince McMahon. So they do sort of work us in that way. Gotcha. Well, you know what's interesting? You're talking about beach balls reminds me of... X on the Beach, which oh, we watched back. we watched this week. X on the Beach, MTV's new reality dating show involving a lot of challengers and people from other seasons. Um, there's some Big Brother people. There are some Bachelor people. Um, there seems to be some just straight up randos. I think there's like an Instagram star. Yeah, like a fitness model. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a 22-year-old girl named Victoria who's just like, it's like Instagram influencer. Um, Nick, I have been looking forward to this show since it was announced, mainly because some of my faves are going to be on there. Corey from The Challenge is going to be on there. Taylor from um, Are You The One? A couple of Are You The One heads are up in there. Uh, there's a bad girl that's from the Bad Girls Club on the show. And I was looking forward to it this week. I think Nick was looking forward to it as well. But you did not like it. You had a strong dislike for it. I didn't like the way it was edited. I thought it was kind of lame. Tell I, me why. I didn't like the um, narrator guy. The narrator guy was too, That was like, weird. Yeah. And now let's check in with this guy. It was like yeah. it was like really like hokey narration. It's strange to me to have a narrator and a host and it not be the same person. Yeah, Romeo was the host. Romeo's the host who didn't come out until like three fourths of the way into the show. And up until that point it was just narrated by a, a bodiless voice. And um, yeah, it felt very game showy in yeah. that way. Now I fell asleep watching this a few times, so Ashley, you're gonna have to sort of fill interesting because in what... when I would poke you and say, "Are you asleep?" you would say, "No, I'm watching." Yeah, which is my that's my little surefire way to get you off the scent <laughs> of the fact that once again I've nodded off while we're watching TV. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it didn't it didn't grip me like mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was gonna, and um, you know, it was a lot of like uh, people looking in the camera being like. Man, oh man, I thought this was going to be a vacation. I didn't know I was signing up for this. Which seems crazy to me because it's like, aren't they all getting the same like availability call, Availability calls? Yeah. Aren't they getting the same? Don't they? There's a network. They all know each other. 
And I mean like social network, not like television network. I didn't like, uh, first of all, I I wish they would just bring Are You The One back. I assume they're going to. Where is Are You The One? Yeah, just keep giving us Are You The Ones. It's such a fun show. It's such a fun show. X on the Beach was something that they were doing in uh, England. Right. And uh, I guess it was an offshoot of the Geordie Shore or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's just to me not, I don't know, it's not uh, a compelling type of television show yeah so what is what is the premise here okay so the premise is you have a house with a bunch of sexy singles they all come on they're being told they're gonna spend a vacation in paradise and they go they they come into the house one by one in their bikinis and their swim trunks um dope ass house real beautiful house like right on the water pool hammocks all the liquor you could possibly want and i would say within the first 15 minutes our our a cast was there which are the sexy singles and they were drinking they were meeting each other and then they were like hooking up first night people were sleeping together i'm like what in what how does that happen i i i must be a grandma i think you already said it i mean they're sexy singles and they were like plied with so much alcohol right and some of them were like yeah i know this guy from instagram uh he slid into my dms we never had a chance to meet up but i'm happy he's here you know and so everybody's hooking up everybody's having fun and then the next day they're all lounging on the beach you know cuddling with their new uh you know flings i guess i don't want to call them new relationship people because it happens so quickly and then that's when romeo kind of comes out and he's like you guys thought you were alone but here are your exes and you guys thought you were on a show called the beach (laughs) but now it turns out it's x on the beach remember when i was like oh that's just a little peanut butter stain on your contract that you're signing (laughs) and that really now i know this isn't i I know this isn't set up. Like I know, I know this isn't like uh, where they all knew this was happening, and I'm sure they didn't even know what show they were on. I'm sure they had a fake show, right? I mean, they've done they've done this before. I mean, they they uh, MTV likes to uh, pull the out the rug out from under people. Uh, they they were doing it towards the end of the real world. Yeah, let's not forget um, Bad Blood, where they had an A cast in the real world, and then they brought in a B cast, and that B cast was told that they were on the new um road rules exactly yeah but really they were just like brought to like one city and then bus to another city yeah they were on a winnebago for a day and yeah. then they were like okay now you're here at this house and then there was uh skeletons which was sort of the same thing but midway through uh all the skeletons that were in the closets of the uh cast of the real world started showing up at their doorstep and they would have to have very touching episodes in which like a, a father figure would walk in the door or like uh, two ex-girlfriends would walk in the door that really just happened to Tony. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> Tony was the girlfriend. Um, um, yeah, and then uh, even before that, and I think probably the most successful version of that, which was the first one, which was called Real World Explosion. Right. Which is how we got Corey. That's mm-hmm. how we got Jenna. From, Ashley Mitchell. Uh, uh, Ashley Mitchell was on that show. Uh, there was a bunch of people on that show, and basically it was the same setup, uh, seven strangers in a house, and then all of a sudden midway through, they went to Cancun to celebrate being on the real world, and they moved in all their exes. Uh, so they got home. It was actually kind of fun where they get home and now there's double the amount of beds. I'm like, mm. what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And then one by one, the exes start rolling in with suitcases. Ha ha ha. 
here we are. Now, did the exes stay on Explosion? The exes stayed. Okay, because in Skeletons, they just came in for the weekend. Yeah. And then with Bad Blood, which was actually the last real world, they canceled it after Bad Blood. I don't think Bad Blood was the last one. Yeah, it was. Um, no, I think it was Go Big or Go Home. Nope, Go Big or Go Home was before Bad Blood. Bad Blood was with that guy, uh, DJ Ferrari or whatever his name was. Uh, oh, uh, DJ. Oh, he had a punny name. <laughs> yeah, what was his name? It was, uh, oh, Rob Amati? Rob Maserabi. Maserabi. <laughs> Maserabi. But yeah, and his girlfriend from Hoboken, whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's when the that's when that fight happened. And then we got the there was a girl on that show who pretended to be British. And then we learned when her her person came that she was faking her British accent. Which we ne- she never showed up again. That one. Um, she was like what maybe the most exciting part of that entire season she was great and then she got pregnant and left um and then we never heard from her again but that season also gave us theo who i thought was gonna be like a challenge champ yeah but then he kind of fizzled out um pretty quickly on invasion yeah well uh you know i i i honestly i i mean i'm gonna watch all of x on the beach you know wait um, yeah let's get back into the x on the beach oh, real actually quick. we missed an episode of x on the beach what yeah because it happens during the jersey shore or did we not watch oh no we, we no it's jersey shore that's not fucking posting correct on the thing in time but uh, guys if mtv's listening to this put up the new episode of the jersey shore on after you play it you, give us a day fine if you want to wait for a day for people to watch it linearly or whatever you're looking for out of this fine but now it's almost you know five days since and you still don't have it up on your roku apps or on your website it's kind of ridiculous they're doing it on purpose because x on the beach was up there day after yeah all your shows come out the day after on roku or the website it's a sneaky for little shit thing to do now it's just playing with their fans which it's like come on md you got to be hanging by a thread. Stop playing with your fans. Uh, whatever. But, you know, it's uh, anyway. Yeah, I guess there is only one episode that we watch. But I just don't think that I don't I'm, I'm going to watch them because I'm dedicated to the process. I just don't know if it's got legs. Well, it has a lot of sort of twists and turns. So instead of doing challenges, they go into something like the truth cave or something or um I don't know some some they take an elevator downstairs where they have to like <laughs> they have to do go through each other's phones and like they have sort of uh, airing it out with their exes and then they're supposed to deal with the repercussions of that afterwards um, but it it just seems like it is going to be built a hundred percent on drama like there's no there's no idea of like gameplay you know like what are they trying to um, what are what is the mission statement here? Are they trying to get these exes back together? I have no idea. I do know that at the end of this first episode, they were saying things like we're going to be voting people out. So I think that like the idea is to stay in the house. And if you want to stay in the house, you have to sort of get along with your ex. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to find out. I guess so. We're going to find out for sure. Well, I mean, I'm not really thrilled about that, but I, I assume it'll pick up. I mean, I wasn't super thrilled for Champs for Stars in the first episode drew me in so i i was waiting for that on x on the beach actually i was more excited about x on the beach just because same i had thought we were going to get like this new format it was going to be so cool but it was kind of like a 
convoluted format. And honestly, I would prefer you just throw these X's in on the challenge. And why do you think they drop second chances? Which, if you don't know, was the spinoff of Are You the One? It seemed to be the next show that they were going to go with. It's like a, um, a, a, uh, you know, a build up to getting on the challenge. It seemed like going to be it was going to be another feeder show to the challenge. But it just they did one season and then dropped it. And they did one. They did one. Se- I think they did two seasons, didn't they? There was only one. Jesus, I don't know. Did they drop it? It's gone. I mean, it hasn't. Nothing happened. Devin well, won. That and- probably has something to do with the fact that there hasn't been another Are You the One since then. Yeah. Now I told you, and I probably said this on the pod that I got the Are You the One casting email like six months ago for this um, seventh season. So theoretically, they should have already casted it, and I would assume have filmed it already. But I haven't heard a dang thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, they didn't drop that in hopes that they were going to take X on the beach and make that the thing because are you the one is better it is better (laughs) it's more of a weird social experiment than any of these shows are really so i'm down for people trying to find love and then not yeah that's good that's what i'm looking for well on two seasons ago there was some sort of a scandal that was covered up by mtv and production and all of those are you the one cast members from season five have said on social media multiple times that like as soon as their ndas are up they're gonna tell us what happened so I wonder if that has something to do with it. So they think that there's some sort of uh, MTV is kind of afraid to pull the trigger on a new season. Right. Because it might blow up in their faces. Because what happened was a girl um, who was on medication, she was given her medication by a producer. She drank a ton and then they gave her her medication again. And it kind of it caused her to pass out. And then someone was taking advantage of that situation. I don't know how far they got before they were interrupted, but that seemed to be the catalyst for all the drama so they accidentally gave a double dose of medication to somebody yeah and yeah and um you know season five some of the you know tyler from season five who's one of the most outspoken on twitter pretty annoying but sometimes it's just like spilling tea in a way that's very fun he has said that's the reason that they did he 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 didn't say that's the reason they didn't win but he did say i'm i was shocked that we didn't win, that they stopped us from winning, especially after having us all cover up what happened. Yeah, wouldn't you think that they'd want them to win? Right. Yeah. Hmm. So that was um, season five, the only Are You the One season that never won, mm. which is a shame. It is a shame, um, I guess. Do we want them? I, I don't think it's a shame. I, I don't want them to win the million every single time. To me, that seems like it's a fake show at that point. I don't necessarily want them to win the million every time, but I do want them to be given the same chances to do the math to possibly win. Because season five was the only season where when they would be... So Are You the One, it, it's really, it's a flawed it's a, a, a flawed premise where these people, um, matchmakers, set you up with your soulmate in the house. There's 12 men, 12 women, and you have to figure out who your, your perfect match is through... Um, you know, they, they said go with your heart. But what always happens is it gets down to like the last couple of episode, episodes and someone who took a math class once is like, we have to figure this out by process of elimination. Right. So they've all been allowed to do that with um, narrowing down statistics, blah, blah, blah. But season five, they were fined when they started trying to create charts to narrow down. See, I've, I've watched all the seasons of this show, so it sort of blends in. Who from season five do we still have around? We have Taylor, who is now on X's, X I mean, on the beach. X on the beach, okay. yeah. blonde, dated yeah. Andre, um, really hated by fans, 
hated by fans. They call her trailer um, on Reddit, on the Are You The One subreddit. Why is this? You know, I'm not 100% sure. People think she's trashy. Um, oh, okay. So she's the trashy <laughs> one on that show? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's a, a garbage heap of, of amount of people. They're all the- trashy. Well, now, do you remember season six? Do you remember the guy, Joe, who came on, who had the top bun? Oh, I remember him. Okay, so remember when she his ex was Taylor, and she came on, and she got in that, like, she got in a very quick uh, verbal argument with a girl from season six. Right. And so then the fans were like, she's just she's just ready to argue for it. She's just thirsty for fame. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's yeah, why she's on that show. I mean, come on, man. Why? You, you, do you think anybody signs up for this show to find true love? This is how it's going to happen on oh this show God. where there's four other seasons before you or five other seasons before you or whatever. Well, now there's having they're having Hayden and Gianna from season five are having a baby. They're wow. having an Are You the One baby. And wasn't there already an Are You the One baby? No, but there was an Are You the One um, like marriage, I think. Oh, wow. But I this I'm pretty sure this is the first baby. Mm, wow. So see, I guess it can happen. You know what? This is making me wonder what the hell happened to dating naked. Dating naked. Well, there was an, a lawsuit with dating naked. Was there? Yeah. They. Oh, they showed the ladies' bits. Yeah, she. She. They were like wrestling in the water, <laughs> and then the guy who does the blur must have fallen asleep and did not uh, blur out. When the woman was in a compromising position. She was basically ass up on yeah, the beach. Stark naked. And, yeah. Uh, doing a split in the air. And it was uh, not blurred out. And then, of course, the creeps on the internet uh, isolated that frame. And sent it everywhere. And uh, she sued the shit out of VH1. Yeah. I think she got like $5 million. Well, good for her. But I, I assume that's why. Uh, that's too bad. That I, was a fun I don't show. Know. It was a fun show. It was just kind of like Are You the One, except for everybody was naked. Yep. Yep, it was exactly like that. I mean, really, that's that's the beach show I want. Yeah, same. I don't need these people to be on a beach. I loved the nudity, but just I mean, just because people were so much more okay. I feel like you can tell me if you agree or disagree, but like with all reality shows, there seems to be a window in the beginning where everyone is like um, pretending to be who they are, and then like as time goes on, all of their pretense falls all of their um character that they're trying to put on falls and we get to know who they really are with uh dating naked they were naked so they were just like yes this is who i fucking am yeah i mean (laughs) that was sort of what it was it's like we're gonna we're gonna shed away all of the uh, the defenses that Mm -hmm. come with meeting a new person Mm -hmm. and we're just gonna let it all hang out literally Mm -hmm. and i also love that they always got so sunburnt everybody was just so (laughs) i know especially the last season that they they did which was focusing on you know two people yeah entire time rather yeah. than it being a, a brand new group of people every single time uh you got to see uh, these people's sunburns sort of uh, uh just move chronologically uh throughout the season and uh yeah the well, the one lady on that show um she got they had s- a very fair-skinned woman <laughs> yeah. i felt bad for her because by the end of it she was just like red and blistering yeah it was really tough um and uh yeah i don't know uh, i i do wish they would bring that back i'm <clears throat> they get they get rid of a lot of um they get rid of a lot of good shows in my opinion. I mean, when's Joe Millionaire coming back? I mean Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh when is the Swan coming back oh as my we talked God. about uh, a couple weeks you ago know, or at, last last week. At book club today someone was saying how much they had like listened to our podcast and someone on our podcast was talking about The Bachelor and so they were like, "Oh, I'll give it a shot." And then they just hated it. They hated it so much. I think it turned them off of reality TV altogether. Oh, so somebody tried 
a friend of yours tried The Bachelor based on somebody talking about The Bachelor on here and did not like it. Exactly. What was their issue with The Bachelor? They just thought that it was like so fake, so sexist. It was impossible to watch. And it was just like driving home these like really um, crippling gender stereotypes, I think is how they phrased it. Well, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, isn't that what that show is? You know, I mean, it's it's sort of uh, showing the worst parts of humanity. Um, yeah, they were saying that there was a, the the bachelor was just some dipshit uh uh, race car driver from Arkansas or something uh-huh. and then it was like all of these like women with master's degrees fighting over him and stuff yeah uh, it's it's interesting well I mean do you think that this person would like the bachelorette no why um because I think that they I think I well I don't know that's a good question let me think about it and come yeah. back to okay. it yeah can't wait to find out what you think <laughs> uh yeah because that's the thing I mean if 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 you know the tables turn every right. other season so right. you can go ahead and if you're not into that you got to dip into the other one maybe that scratch is what you're looking for i would be very interested in the ratings versus the two because i feel like people are going to watch the bachelor more than they're going to watch the bachelorette uh why is that just because i feel like women are going to bring more drama than men yeah, 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 probably. Um, I mean, uh, most reality television um, with uh, a large cast features mostly women. Um, yeah, are know? there any shows like that that are mostly men? Is there a Bad Boys Club? No, I don't think there's a Bad Boys Club. I, I used to think about that a lot when that show was really hot, and, and I used to think, oh, what about Bad Boys Club? But really, the problem is it's the way that they would do Bad Girls Club um, and, and how they would uh, get the drama that they would get on that show um, was really pitting people against one another. And I think men are just too violent. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? So I- instead of it being like, well, these, these, you know, uh, it pack mentality where, you know, women gang up on women. Right. And instead of luggage being thrown into the pool, someone's getting knocked out immediately. It's just fit fist fights and people throwing glassware around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and smashing through tables. And I just don't know if you want all that, the, the type of person that would be cast on a bad boys club. If you were to cast it the same way that you were casting bad girls club, which is like, okay, these are the most violent women we can figure out to actually agree to do this. Let's put them in the house. Um, if you were to do that with the men, I think the men would, uh, there would be no production. You right. Know what I mean, it would just be fist fights. Now, yeah. Fist fight house? I'd watch, <laughs> I'd fucking watch the shit out of fist fight house. I really would. It's, um, it, it, I, I mean, I don't know. Fist fight house. I don't know. You can't really get much storyline when people immediately come to blows. Yeah. Is the problem. So producing that thing might be kind of a nightmare. Right. Um, and you couldn't get something that was like a full story arc where somebody got redemption. Because so, it would just be like three guys didn't like this one guy and then they'd just start fighting and just pound that guy into the ground and then like a uh, ambulance would come. And then uh, those guys would, uh, you know, everybody else would leave the house. You know what I mean? You'd have to constantly, because in Bad Girls Club, once you fight or get thrown out of the house or whatever, then they would bring in the replacements and they would call them replacements. And so you'd have that stigma on you. Yeah. And so it was kind of um, a badge of honor. It was a game within the game, even though there was no game of that show. But if you were an OG cast member and you made it all the way to the end without being physically thrown out of the house or having to leave the house, that was a badge of honor. Right. And then if you got brought in, to replace somebody you were called a replacement and you were not accepted right now i feel like that's kind of happening a little bit i see that stigma on the jersey shore with um that that 
girl who what's her name angelina yeah because she's not like she's definitely a part of the cast i'm talking about dina she's definitely a part of the cast but she's also not a part of the cast in the way that like snooki jaywow vinnie Polly, and you know the situation yeah yeah well because they are all og yeah i mean they're from the first season dina i think dina was third season something like that so yeah they she definitely doesn't have the bond that the rest of them created in the first couple of seasons um but you know she was i think we've talked about this before she was Snooki's friend outside of the show right so she did have like a good person going in but even that you know it still does seem like jay wow and Snooki have more of a connection than dina and Snooki. well they're like clearly best friends uh, yeah i mean they say over and over again we're best friends and they fight like they're best friends they fight like they can push boundaries and push buttons and know that there will still be love there um, on this last episode, so I feel like so far this whole Jersey Shore thing, we have just seen like Ron, Ronnie, just really, he is not doing well. Yeah, there's, uh, it doesn't seem like there's anybody driving Yeah, with Ronnie. You've He's, mentioned a couple of times Coke knows. Well, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know anything about, about these people, so I don't want to sling anything but ronnie has like the voice of somebody who's doing a lot of extracurricular partying yeah now could that just be coming from smoking could cigarettes be. it absolutely could be um but he does seem like he's unhinged we found we found ronnie this season in vegas he's he's posted up in vegas right i feel like when you've moved to vegas it's kind of a given that you're maybe doing a little bit more partying than you should right you know what i mean but paulie's also in vegas but paulie feels like he needs to be in vegas for he's money a DJ, yeah. he's the dj and um, maybe he's doing if he's doing a bunch of drugs it doesn't really show he seems to have his shit together it really does i mean I, I mentioned while we were watching this last episode that he just seems zen he yeah. just seems to be living in the moment having a good time everybody likes him he likes everybody else yeah and so he can almost do no wrong yeah and i feel like that's kind of the same way with the situation too he seems to be like the moral compass of the show well the situation is clearly in a program yeah and he is the uh, program uh, yeah and he is um sort of mirroring back a lot of that talk right you know he's uh you know he's got a lot of sayings Mm -hmm. you know like a lot of one step after the other things Mm -hmm. and one day at a time yeah like these sort of things and more power to him the situation has brought me a lot of laughs so far on this show he is great they on this last episode episode four they did their classic gym laundry tan day it's gym tan laundry whatever gtl (laughs) come on you're 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 showing too much of yourself here at and at the gym everybody fucking mom knows gtl all right everybody is i'm gonna name it glt everybody at the gym sounds too much like blt (laughs) sounds delicious um everybody's working out real hard and then it cuts to mike on a treadmill walking like an old man and some new balances eating what looked like a rice crispy bar yeah he he was definitely eating on the treadmill yeah and goofing off in the gym when he used to be not that guy he used to be the main gym um but he was uh, um, on the past couple episodes. So so much fun watching when 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 Snooki and Jaywa were having their big blowout fight, and everybody was sort of get involved, and they just kept cutting over to Mike, who was just eating Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> he was just eating Doritos, and he says it on the show. He's eating his feelings, man. Yeah, I mean, that's all he can do right now. You gotta have something. You gotta have something, and you know he seems like he's in a in a way better place than he was, even though that is a court ordered place. Now, do you think that the end of this episode? do you think that we just saw ronnie cheating 
because that's what they were making it seem like. Well, he did the old he did the old move. What they do on these shows, the one place where you cannot film, right? The, the bathroom. bathroom. Shut the door. He shut the door on the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, and he had he had a deviant look in his eyes as he was uh, walking. The deviant or vacant? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he kind of was smiling, licking his lips, eyes darting around. Uh, he was given major face on this show. Like yeah. at one point in the club, there's he's dancing with this girl. And he's like, "Do you want to come back to the house?" And then he just turns around and he looks shocked. Literally wipes sweat off his brow and yeah. kind of pulls his collar over and kind of says, sheesh, oh boy, here we go. He knew what he was doing. And then in this one, uh, when when the girl asks for a tour of the house, um, you know, he's like, oh, you want to go? All right, I'll show you my house. And she kind of gets up and he gets up and there's a split second of him darting eyes right into the camera mm-hmm. being like, okay, boys, yeah. here's my, this is my moment. Oof. Oof. And uh, he goes right up to the bathroom, shows her the bathroom as you would. And let's remind you listeners out there, he does have a baby on the way. And and he has a baby on the way. Also, this is the bathroom where there was mm, three quarters of an episode uh, about declogging this Ew, toilet. Ew, I forgot about that. Where he took a shit, episode one. On episode three, they're still dealing with it. <laughs> they, they could not figure out how to unclog this toilet. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot. It was a bit much. So there's also a moment I want to mention where uh, the situation was getting ready to go to the club, and he put on an outfit, and that outfit was a white t-shirt, and then uh, a oh wow, a, Nick got real hung up on well, this. <laughs> a sleeveless. He had a, a white t-shirt on, and then like a sleeveless denim jacket. Like, yeah. And, he walked into everybody and everybody started making fun of him. And he was like, first of all, I looked at that outfit. And I'm like, eh, I don't think that outfit's terrible. I, I think it looks kind of cool. And, you know, it was a good thing. And then they were like, like, what is this, 1998 yeah, Backstreet Boy? They, they had a lot of shit to say. And then he goes and changes. And what he changes into is <laughs> uh, a sleeveless tank top, you know, um, where it was a the, muscle tee. It was a muscle tee, uh, but it, it had the sleeves pretty much cut off of it. And under it was a white T-shirt not sleeveless right i had not seen a uh i i think in my entire life a look like this a black muscle tee on top of a white t-shirt yeah. nick was losing I, it well because everybody's like yeah you look good now you look good now i was like am i missing something because i'm pretty sure he looks like a dope now and he looked pretty <laughs> dope before so i don't know i guess uh you know the situation's wardrobe will be a, a subplot i'll be following throughout the entire season yeah um well you know what ash uh I, this is uh seems like maybe a good a place as any to wrap it up do you think we aired too much of our dirty laundry no. with talking about how i need space up no top? i think it honestly is probably the only redeemable part of this entire podcast oh wow oh, yeah well you know who knows so let us know in our email i've already given out a reality blows at gmail dot com or no the reality blows podcast at right gmail.com. our twitter is reality blows pod uh yeah you can find us there on twitter you can find me on instagram by searching my name nick maritato that is also the handle i'm ashley b roberts on twitter and guys if you're listening please rate review subscribe it means the world yeah it really helps us out give us uh five stars in the itunes store and write a little something nice about us it really helps the podcast you can also find us on soundcloud too that's sort of where we post these things up we're also on stitcher and all these other things that i'm not too sure how to access i just put all our feeds (laughs) up on there one day so uh you know i think some of you might be listening from uh, third-party apps and uh, more power to you i'm glad you found us on there um guys that was the podcast we will be recapping champs versus stars which airs on tuesday our recap will be up on wednesday morning so enjoy that as well and until then see you later adios